0: Listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost through credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com, where you can read episode transcripts, complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, follow me on social media view helpful resources, listen to past episodes, and contact me. Thanks for joining me for episode 16, Starting and Rebuilding Credit. Actionable, easy steps you can take to later get premium credit cards. Some personal and podcast updates. I'm recording on March 23rd of 2020, now day 7 of Shelter-in-Place here in the Philadelphia area. As promised, I'll release more episodes than usual in coming days. I'll also be live streaming daily from YouTube at 8pm Eastern Standard Time with supporter of the show Cakeology. Join us for laughs, helpful tips, and a chance to have your questions answered live. Visit his YouTube channel at Cakeology, C-A-K-E-O-L-O-G-I. More information can be found in the show notes. Most of my videos talk about what many people call premium credit cards. Those for people with a strong credit profile and scores around 725 and greater. But what about people with delinquencies, bankruptcy, collections, missed payments, and generally low scores? How about those just starting with credit, perhaps in their teenage years or older, who just haven't had credit cards? This episode will provide some tips to start and rebuild. This episode, I think, is more information-dense than others, more talk about specific strategy rather than general. So please also view the transcript at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com. If you're brand new to credit cards without items on your personal credit report, I'd suggest starting with the Discover It secured card. Many starter cards won't give great sign-up bonuses or have much earned potential, so I wouldn't focus on those things. But at least the Discover It Secured gives 2% cash back at gas stations and restaurants, up to $1,000 in spend each quarter, and 1% cash back on all other spend. This cash back won't amount to much. Again, as I usually say, category return, especially a return on everyday spend, doesn't make much of a difference unless you're spending large amounts. But it's something. Especially with Discover It Secured, you won't have a large credit line because... As per the card terms, you must make a security deposit, ranging from $200 to $2,500, which establishes your credit line. The card has no annual fee. It reports to Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, and should eventually convert to an unsecured card, a regular card with a credit line rather than a security deposit. People with scores of 650 and above should likely have success getting approved for the better Discover It card. And they can skip the secured card if approved for this regular unsecured card in addition to the discover it secured discover it or if you can't get approved for discover for some reason i'd next suggest a card most people don't talk about or even know of the us bank harley-davidson visa this application is interesting because you apply for a regular unsecured card and if you're denied you have the option for a secured card which shouldn't be a second hard inquiry on your credit report or cause you to have to complete another application. The regular unsecured Harley-Davidson card has a sign-up bonus of a $150 Harley-Davidson gift certificate after spending $500 in 60 days and also 0% APR for the first 12 billing cycles. Spend on the regular version of the card gives 2% back in the form of points, which can be used for Harley-Davidson purchases When you spend at restaurants gas stations and lodging you also get one percent everywhere else the earn rates and categories aren't exciting but you can't be picky when starting out most importantly the harley davidson card will establish a relationship with us bank which should improve your approval chances for their valuable credit cards in the future i'm a huge fan of their altitude reserve card that's an episode for another day And, as of the time of recording, there's talk of U.S. Bank releasing two new Altitude cards, the Altitude Connect and Altitude Go, which look promising. Altitude Reserve requires a U.S. Bank relationship, and this can be difficult to come by as U.S. Bank can be strict with approval, sensitive to multiple credit card inquiries. And you can't get a checking account with U.S. Bank if you lack a local physical branch. Even with a local physical branch, a credit card should help approval chances when paired with a checking account. If you don't get the regular Harley-Davidson card, take the offer for a secured card, and in either case, you'll be more likely to get more cards with U.S. Bank in the future. After these two cards, I wouldn't recommend new credit cards for at least a year. It will take time for your credit to build or rebuild, and more inquiries will hurt your score and likely lead to rejections. Further cards will also interfere with your ability to get cards with Chase. As I've mentioned, Chase's 524 rule in many episodes— Five or more personal accounts will prevent you from getting cards with Chase in most cases and may interfere with your chances to get cards with Barclays Bank and Bank of America. I'll talk about why this is important later in the episode. Additional credit cards, as I've mentioned, especially at this point, won't generate great return on spend. They also won't have good sign-up bonuses. Some praise the Apple credit card and cards with Navy Federal Credit Union, which may be easy approvals offering large credit lines, But I view the Discover It Secured and Harley-Davidson Visa as much stronger choices at this point, especially if the Discover It Secured graduates to a Discover It, generating a 5% return on spend for rotating categories, as you max said categories, every quarter. The U.S. Bank Harley-Davidson Visa establishes a valuable relationship with U.S. Bank. Navy Federal Credit Union's best credit card, the flagship card, is okay at best, and doesn't require you to have a significant relationship with them, other than a checking account. Flagship is not worth a 524 slot in my eye, and the other Navy Federal Credit Union's card sign-up bonuses and earn potential are really lackluster early in the game. Don't fall into the hype associated with huge credit limits. High credit limits will come in time, and you don't really need them unless you're putting in a large volume of spend. Apple Card is a dead end and easily the most overrated card of 2019, I've discussed this in other episodes. No sign-up bonus and categories which don't amount to much is a no-go, especially early in the game. Navy Federal cards can be okay much later, but I see no good reason to get them early on if you can instead get in with Discover and U.S. Bank. Play the long game and be strategic. Don't lock yourself out of chase as you'll miss wonderful cards like the Ink business cards with massive sign-up bonuses and earned potential even if you don't travel. After the Discover it secured, and or whatever Harley-Davidson card you get, you may also become an authorized user on a card from a very trusted family member or friend who will pay their bills in full each month and not hurt your credit if they make poor decisions. Being an authorized user on a card which reports to all three bureaus is optimal. Capital One can be very good here. Do note, though, that being an authorized user can take up a 524 slot, so do some research on doctorofcredit.com and Google first. But this route isn't necessary if you can get the Discover It Secured and or the Harley-Davidson Visa, regular or secured. The Authorized User Route can be helpful, though, if you can't get in with both issuers, especially if you're under the age of 18. Parents out there, survey your credit card portfolio and consider making your children authorized users as early as possible if they can be added under the age of 18. Navy Federal Credit Union gains some power here if Discover and U.S. Bank are no-goes. The Capital One Platinum Secured Card can also be a good option. Options, options. After one year, and after getting a personal checking account with Chase, if you're able to, a checking account will likely increase your approval chances and may give you a cash bonus, I would suggest the Chase Freedom Card to establish a relationship with Chase. Listen to episode 14 for why I do not recommend the Chase Freedom Unlimited Card. You will likely not get approved for the superior Chase Sapphire Preferred or Chase Inc. cards at this point, so you can start with Freedom. Three months later, about 15 months after your initial credit cards, or even the same day as getting Chase Freedom, you can start with American Express by getting a business card if you're able to reach sign-up bonus spend goals. Establish your business in EIN well before this point, as early as you can. Listen to episode 12 of this podcast with Cakeology for more details. Offers change day-to-day with American Express, so feel free to check in with me to see what's best for you by completing my credit card questionnaire at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com. After this, well, options open quite a bit, and that's outside the scope of this episode. Congratulations on your first three or four cards, assuming no speed bumps, and you're on your way to more premium cards. As is the case for everyone, your credit profile stays healthy when you pay big balances in full before statement closing dates or shortly after. Don't pay interest, pay off balances to avoid finance charges, and be careful with managing intro 0% APR periods. Before applying for cards, make sure your credit utilization is low, and check to see which bureau banks will pull from before you apply for cards. See that your Equifax report, for example, is in great shape before applying with a bank that will very likely pull from Equifax. It's well worth it, especially considering how fragile lines of income and life in general can be. It's amazing to have options, to use points and miles to travel rather than spending cash, to utilize credit card perks and statuses while traveling, to save money with great offers, and even get cash back on your daily spend. Hopefully this episode was helpful a quick 10 to 15 minute overview for you to begin your points and miles journey. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com where you can read episode transcripts, complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, view helpful resources, listen to past episodes, and contact me. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, the Cash App, and referral links by visiting the donate tab on my website, subscribe on YouTube at Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast, like my Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast Facebook page, follow HG Travel Podcast on Twitter, and follow Justin Vakula on Instagram. Schedule a free 15 minute consultation with full time business coach and YouTuber, Cakeology, who can help you formally establish your business, build business credit, and get premium business credit cards. When you select from various paid services after the free consultation, I will receive credit for referring you. Listen to Cakeology on episode 12 of my podcast. Visit my other podcast at StoicSolutionsPodcast.com, where you can find practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient philosophers of Greece and Rome. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day.